If you're feeling God call you to pivot life as you know it by leaving your career plans to start an online business and you're terrified of how you'd ever actually pull that off, then you're a mama with a calling and this is the podcast for you. Here's where we'll talk about everything from choosing the right business and running it as a mom to biblical inspiration and motivation to conquer your fears. Because even though it's causing you some anxiety, you're also excited because you know God's calling you to it. And that means you're headed to a life with more joy, fulfillment, and purpose like you've always wanted. Hi, I'm Alexia Carrillo, fellow mama with the calling, and I'm passionate about helping other moms like you step into their calling and not stay stuck in their career for fear of going against the grain. I believe it's okay to pivot and follow God's calling on your life without the guilt or shame for not doing what the world says you should do. This is the Mama with the Calling podcast where we'll figure out how you can actually make this wild calling on your life become a reality. Let's grab some coffee and dive in. Hi, welcome back to the Mama with the Calling podcast. This is Alexia. And in this episode, we're going to talk about your calling. We're going to ask, what is a calling? And how do we go about making sure that we understand what our specific calling actually is? So in this episode, we're going to talk about what it means to have a calling, what the Bible says a little bit about it, and how do you know what yours is? So this is a huge question. Um, Like this is like the million dollar question. People have written books on this. People have been trying to figure this out for a long time, but I just want to share with you my perspective on this and get us thinking a little bit more for ourselves what our calling is, right? So I'm going to help you try to think about some specific things that are going to help you narrow that down for you so that you can make sure you're on the right track and heading in the direction that God wants you to go. So first, I'm going to tell you a little bit about my story around my calling and what that has looked like. So I've always been like that nerd kid that wanted to figure out what I was supposed to do with my life. I remember loving those career assessments that you took in school. I was like, what is it going to say? Of course, I wasn't really, it's like I wanted it to say doctor. So I would try to answer the questions (laughs) accordingly, which obviously isn't helpful. Then I remember we had like dial up internet and I remember sitting there researching career after career after career, trying to understand what each career did and if I would like that. Like I had this sense that there was something that I was going to be good at. There was something that I was supposed to do, but I didn't know what it was. I mean, I had no clue that this was like, I maybe was 13. (laughs) Um, and then I remember in late high school, I was at a church summer camp and I heard about this concept of spiritual gifts. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later in the episode. But I was like, spiritual gifts just gave me this aha moment that yes, there is something that we're all supposed to do. And everybody's different. Like everybody isn't supposed to be the same thing. And it's not all completely random. It's not, I just kind of pick a career, go into it, and it's going to be wonderful no matter what it is. There really is a right fit for me, but not not so limiting that it's like only one single career. So we'll talk about that too. But it was just knowing that there was a certain gift that I had and how could I use that? 
So as I went into college, I realized that I kind of needed to make my mind up (laughs) and figure out what I was really going to do. And, you know, I'm having to decide on a major and this is like it, right? This is what I thought. So I just started reading tons of books and doing lots of reflection on myself and who I was, what I was good at. And I read a book by Max Lucado called Cure for the Common Life. And there was a part in that book that stood out to me and it said something along the lines of, we've been given a calling and we don't have a explanation as to what it actually is, but we've been given some tools. It's like you've been dropped off with a bunch of tools in a suitcase and those tools are clues, right? You have certain things that you're gifted with, things that you have, and you got to figure out how to use them in the best way. Um, but basically God has given you everything that you need. There are things about each of us that are unique and indicate what we're really meant to do. And that was really insightful for me. I really loved knowing that. And so I spent the next probably 10 years, (laughs) um, kind of like paying attention to that. So I still wasn't a hundred percent sure what I wanted to do, but I knew what I didn't want to do. I knew this is kind of ironic because this is obviously later changed, but I remember saying to myself that I definitely was always going to have a career. I was never going to have a business and I definitely didn't want to stay at home with any kids. And as you may have heard in the first episode, that definitely changed. But I knew that at the time, that's what I did not want. And so I just kept pursuing my career. Like I got my bachelor's degree in biology and just kept on going toward Um, what I was good at. I was good at science. I liked science. So I just kept on that path. I did not want to be a medical doctor because I didn't think that the day-to-day activity would align with what I enjoyed. Like I don't handle gross stuff very well. So as I was pursuing my career, still not 100% sure if I'm really on the right track, um, my indicator kind of all along was that I felt that if I was truly in my purpose, and I was truly doing what I was supposed to be doing, that I would find an overall sense of joy, fulfillment, and purpose in what I was doing. So I'm not saying that I had to be happy 100% of the time, or I wasn't going to like parts of my job, like I understood that. But having this deep sense of alignment, um, fulfillment, etc. So as I was going through my career, that was kind of my indicator as to whether I was doing that. And even though I was in a PhD program thinking that I was headed towards a life of being a professor with a lab or maybe teaching college, that still didn't feel like it aligned with me. And so I was constantly on the lookout for what am I supposed to do? What is it going to be? I still don't feel you know, 100% in alignment with this. So I just kept kind of poking around in different areas of science, trying to figure out which one was the right one, because I thought I had it figured out. I thought that science was it, because I was good at science. So I must have some kind of calling in that area. And then I got pregnant. And my interest changed from wanting to be a career driven woman to wondering why I couldn't have my own business. Why couldn't I work for myself? Like that thought started to come up for me, which was really alarming. Cause like I said, I had never had any desire to work for myself, to stay at home. None of that. I was very much had this ambition of being in a career somewhere, 
doing amazing things. It just never even occurred to me to have my own business. So I went through for the next few years, I went through this experience of constantly battling myself and my work environment because I was feeling like I didn't want to be in the work environment. I felt like this tug away from that, that I needed to be at home doing something for myself, but I couldn't figure out what that was. So for, I would say, so I got pregnant in 2015 and then it wasn't until 2018 that I actually left my job. So for those three years, I felt this constant struggle, this discontentment, this frustration from pregnancy on as a mom that was stuck in a job that I didn't like, but really wanting to be with my son. So that feeling, I think, real that, that season was really building me into the person that I needed to be. I had to go through that season for God to change me and for it to become very clear to me that God was calling me in a different way, in a completely different career than what I thought. And I was just stubborn. I mean, up until that point, I hadn't really considered doing anything besides being in a career and feeling it for so long that I didn't want to be in that career or any career really helped me see that maybe God was actually asking me to do something else. And one of the thoughts that crossed my mind a lot during this time, and I'm sure if this has happened to you or is happening to you, you might be saying the same thing, which is like, But I thought I picked, you know, I thought that science was my calling. I thought that I'd already figured this part out. Why am I 32 and feeling like I need to pivot and make a career change as career stuff was supposed to be figured out when I was in my 20s. So why am I in my 30s feeling like I need to make this pivot? And everything just became clear that God was calling me to a completely different career path than what I thought. Every step to this point wasn't a waste. So that was another thing is realizing that. It's not that I wasted my career. It's not that I was wrong. It's just that every step to this point was prepping me for this new phase. And I hadn't wasted my time that I was getting prepared for this next phase of my life. And looking around at my peers, I realized that not everyone felt this way. There were a lot of other women who had zero interest in having a family Or if they did have a family or had an interest, they had zero interest in ever leaving their career or ever leaving science. Like that thought to them was just not appealing at all. And hearing that made me realize that it was unique to me. It's not just because I had a child. And that's what I think of when I think of having a calling, something that not everyone just wants to do. And it's something moving deep in your spirit. So that's a little bit about my story around a calling. So let's dive in a little bit and see what the Bible says about having a calling. Because when I say have a calling, I mean, this podcast is called Mama with a Calling, because I think that God does call us all to do something specific. And I can think that all day, but what does the Bible say about it? So of course, we have the Great Commission, um, where we're all called to further the kingdom of God But what about our individual lives? We're talking here about what are we individually called to do? Does the Bible say anything about that? So in Matthew 4, 18 through 22, I remember hearing this story, reading the story. And I thought, you know what? This is a story to me of being called to do something and being asked to pivot your career. 
So in this section of Matthew, there are four people fishing, four men are fishing, and that's their job. They're fishermen, right? And they thought that was it. And then Jesus just walks up and calls them to come and follow him. And then he walks down a little bit further and calls James and John. And what I found interesting about their story is the Bible says specifically that James and John were in the boat with their father. And Jesus says to James and John, not their father, he says to James and John, follow me. And what I love about this one is because they're in the boat with their dad, it says this is a family business. Like they have expectations. They thought their life was planned out and they're fishermen. That's what they do. That's what they're always going to do. And I mean, even their dad is there doing it with them. And, but Jesus calls them and they go. So another point here that I think is really interesting, and of course I wasn't there and I don't know what's left out and how many people were there and that kind of thing, but I can only assume that there were lots of fishermen there, that it wasn't just those four that were sitting there. And to me, this is important because Jesus didn't call everyone. He, he only called a select few. And I think that's really important to think about because it means that there are some of us who are going to be called to do certain things and other people are going to need to stay in that field. So if you're a mom and you're feeling this urge to work from home and you feel kind of crazy because all your fellow coworker moms are thinking like, why would you want to work from home? Then it's okay because God may be asking you to do that right? That urge in you, that that desire to transition is unique to you. And you don't need to look around and get permission from other people to do that. So I think that story of Jesus calling those disciples in that case, just stood out to me as they were fishermen. And now he's asking them to do something completely different. So then we have the spiritual gifts. So Paul talks about that in Romans 12, six through eight, the list of spiritual gifts. And these are prophecy, service, teaching, encourager, giving, leadership, kindness, and mercy. And it says, whichever one that you have, right, do it well for God. And what this tells me is that we each have something that we've been blessed with that we can use. And it can be used for a lot of greatness, a lot of good for what God wants us to do. But we have to be deliberate about using our gift, right? If we don't know what our gift is first, and then make a point to use that gift well, how can we truly be serving God in the way that he wants us to? And it goes further in 1 Corinthians 12, talking about the gifts in a little bit more detail, and how we are all one body with many parts, and how everything is needed. So this got me thinking, what if your spiritual gift is teaching, and you love teaching, and you love helping, And deep down, that's what it is. But you have pursued a career where teaching is less than, frowned upon, etc. And you've never really pursued teaching. I know that as in my career as a scientist, when you were teaching, even like at a lower level, it was definitely looked down upon. Like, it's kind of like those who can't do teach, right? There's that phrase that people say as though teaching is somehow a bad thing. And if you don't even know, first of all, that you love teaching because you've never given it a try. And then if you do know that teaching is what you love, 
but you're paying attention to what everybody around you would say about that and you're not pursuing that, then are you really living in your own potential? That was my situation is I thought I might want to do teaching, but I'd never been given the opportunity. And finally, after grad school, after a year of postdoc, I decided to pursue teaching. And that still sticks with me today. But just because you want to teach doesn't mean you have to be a teacher in the classic sense, right? I don't have to be a high school teacher or a school teacher to be a teacher, right? You can take your spiritual gift. And as long as you know what it is, you can apply it in different ways. Like right here on this podcast, I'm teaching in, you know, I could have online courses, I could have YouTube videos, etc, where I am teaching, and I am still able to channel that gift, but in a completely different way. So how can you discern what your calling is from what we just talked about here? All right, so that's what the Bible says about it. I'm sure it says a lot more. Those are just a couple of things that I pulled out that I think were really helpful for what we're doing here. So now let's figure out how you can discern what your calling is and figure out if this nudge that you're feeling from God to do this new thing is actually a calling or is it something else? So first, I want you to look at what gifts you've been given. So what brings you joy um, from various jobs or anything you've done? It could be volunteer work, anything in your life. What about that brought you joy? And I don't mean the specific job. Like you might say, oh, I loved volunteering at the animal shelter. Well, that's the job. But what about that? Why did you like volunteering? Um, Is it that you liked helping with the administrative task? Or did you like the idea of giving your time to encourage others? Did you like showing kindness to the animals? Like what was it? about that that you loved and think about this in light of those spiritual gifts because whatever it is that you loved and if you look across your life and look at the different careers and you could even go back into school because sometimes you know we've been indoctrinated to go down certain paths career paths in our life just because it's what society would expect of us but in reality there may have been something way back you know in your childhood or maybe in your hobbies that you do that's actually more of an indicator of what you like to do and what your true spiritual spiritual gift is, what your true calling might be. Another thing to look at is passions and interests. And I say this because I find it interesting that there are so many different things we could be interested in. But you know this just from life's experience that not everybody likes the same thing. So for instance, in science, right, there are all these different fields of science. And I was in a biomedical science. So um, we studied cancer in the lab that I was in. And my friend, she loved this one aspect of science that I thought was completely uninteresting. I had no desire to have any knowledge of it whatsoever. And then I was interested in other aspects of cancer biology and really other fields entirely. And she was like, why are you interested in that at all? That's my least favorite subject. And I just remember thinking, it's so interesting that who we are, what our lives are like, you know, our experiences to this point, there's some reason, right, that she loves that one thing, and I love a different thing. And it's not good or bad. It just shows that God can put a different feeling in your heart 
for what you should be interested in. So this says to me that we need people from all different areas, right? We need some people to be interested in certain things while other people are interested in others because all together they form this one working unit. So looking at your passions and interests, what are you interested in? What really lights you up and gets you excited? So there are some more questions that I can ha- that can help you dive into this a little bit deeper. But those two big questions, I think, are a really good start to figuring out what your calling might be and if you're being called to something. I think we're all called to something. But when you can figure this out, if if you look at this and realize that your calling might be different from your career Or part of your calling might be to be a mom. And if being a mom and being home with your kids because you want to be more present with them, you are wanting to spend more time with them, teach them, maybe part of your what's driving you is this feeling that you want to have a bigger impact than what you've been having. It it those can all come together to say, yes, I'm being called away from my career in my nine to five and I'm coming home. All right. So those two questions will really help you figure out what your calling is, where God is asking you to go. You already know that you're being asked to pivot or you wouldn't be listening to this podcast. So if God is asking you to pivot, you just want to make sure that you're opening your heart and your mind to what your true spiritual gifts might be, looking at your passions, your skills, your talents, interests, all of that, because God has equipped you with what you already need. Like he's already given you a bunch of clues. And if you can just sit down and take some time to reflect on this, you can, it'll, it'll become so crystal clear. It's crazy what'll happen when you answer some of these questions. So I actually have a freebie that's some more questions to help you kind of unpack this and figure out what your true gifts really are. And if you want to grab that, it's at mamawiththecalling.com slash perfect business calling. And it's perfect hyphen business hyphen calling. So there's hyphens in between there. But if you want to go there, you can grab that freebie. It'll just be sent to your inbox. And it's really helpful to have those questions laid out like that because you can just write your answers right there underneath the questions. And I think it's so important to take the time to reflect on this and make sure that you're not just trying to pivot quickly and not paying attention to what you're creating for yourself. So when you leave your job, when you're saying to yourself, okay, I definitely want to leave my job. I definitely want to work from home. I'm feeling this transition on my heart. Like I need to do it. It's really tempting to just start making money and just create any job. You don't care. It's, it's something that's going to allow you to be with your kids and you might pick something that is in the same field that you're in right now. And that might not be the right fit, right? Like if you haven't really paid attention to your gifts and talents and all of that, you might just be creating a job for yourself, but at home now. And that's not what we want, right? If you're going to make this transition and make this pivot and God's pulling on your heart, pay attention to what he's asking you to do. Pay attention to the clues he's already given you so that when you create this business for yourself, it is not just any business. It is the business. It is created around your talents, your gifts, your passions, all the things to create this fulfillment in what you do to know that what you're doing is exactly what God wants you to be doing. So go ahead and grab that freebie if you need some help with that. And I'll put that link in the show notes as well. 
So that's it for today. I hope that was helpful in figuring out what it means to have a calling, what your calling might be, and making sure that you're on track, that you're in tune with pursuing the calling that God has put on your heart because you don't want to keep going forward if you're following what you want to do and what you think is best and what you think other people expect of you if that's not what God has really designed you for. So figuring out we're all a mama with a calling. We all have something that we're called to do. But if you're being called to pivot your career, now work from home to be with your kids, you want to make sure that you're in alignment with the gifts God has already given you. So grab that freebie again. It's at mamawithacalling.com slash perfect business calling hyphens in between perfect business and calling. And I'll put that in the show notes as well. And until next time, remember to keep pursuing your calling. Thanks for listening to the Mama with a Calling podcast. As always, you'll find the show notes for today's episode at mamawithacalling.com slash podcast. Really quick before you head out, are you loving these episodes? To make sure this podcast gets in the ears of as many mamas as possible, please head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. And while you're there, make sure you subscribe so you don't miss out on any future episodes. I'm going to be reading your reviews on the podcast, so I can't wait to hear from you. Also, if you know someone that needs to hear these episodes, grab a screenshot and share it on Instagram. And don't forget to tag me at Mama with a Calling so I can share it in my stories. Until next time, keep pursuing your calling.